This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas! Yeah, Merry Christmas, bitches. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Marking Out 151. Oh, that's a uh, alcohol, right? Yeah, 151. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, don't drink before. and drive. Have you? I think so. Yeah. All right. I think well, I did like a giant shot of it. People were like, "You can't do it." I'm like, "Straight, no chaser." <laughs> I don't drink though, so. Yes, you're listening to Marking Out 151. You can check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash markingout, facebook.com slash markingout. You can go listen to our past episodes at markingout.com. iTunes, I, subscribe on iTunes. Yes, on iTunes, subscribe on Stitcher, all that fun stuff. I am Dave, your host, Dave the Rave, that all the ladies crave. You can follow me on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore M-O. And I'm here with Brandon. You can go follow him at BTTG161. What's up, Brandon? Not much. It's a very awesome, as always, Cosby Day today. Yes, happy Cosby Day. Thank you, as to you, too. Thank you very or much. To you, too. Um, what? I already had one cup of pudding. Uh, for those that do not know, today Brandon celebrates, uh, uh, um, as well as many other people, celebrate Cosby Day in honor of the legendary Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby! Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, could you explain a little bit about this day? I mean, you just wake up, you have pudding, you go to sleep, you have pudding, you wake up again, you have pudding. It's it Basically, it just starts, every December 25th, it starts uh, 15 days of pudding, so it goes well into the new year. Can you please give us a Bill Cosby impression? I just did, David. Is it good or decent enough for you? Good job. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> let's get into some comments, questions, and all that fun stuff. Yes, we had one on Twitter for, I think it was for last week's episode, but it works this time too. It's from at uh, Joe G. Cool on Twitter. Hey, my question is, do you think Maven, do you think if Maven was still in WWE, would he have been champion by now? Um, I don't think so, but he still has one of the most amazing drop kicks that I've seen. And crossbodies, um, flying crossbodies. Yeah, body. flying crossbodies. Uh, but I don't think he would have been a champion I think that the time that they should have pulled the trigger is where he eliminated Undertaker during That's, that rumble. That was really early, though. It was very early, but I think that would have been a good time to build upon him. And I don't know. It's just very, very iffy. I don't think he would have been champion. I, I don't even know if he could have been. I don't even know where he would have been. I can't even guess about it. I don't know. I mean, he's a former hardcore champion that we know. Everyone's a former hardcore champion. Right, but like he could have at least been... I wonder if he was Intercontinental Champion. I don't think so. Because he could have been up there with all those guys, Shelton Benjamin and... I can't see him as a Shelton Benjamin, though. But not like... he's not Obviously, he's not Shelton Benjamin, but around that era when Shelton Benjamin was pretty up there as main eventer, Maven was kind of crawling up there, too. I don't know. To me, Maven was always bland. He never had anything that really... Drew my attention. You just said just very you just gave a drop kick. And well, besides the drop kick, and you like his bald head. 
That is true. It was and very fuzzy shiny. eyebrows. But uh, at times when you watch that on television, you get blinded a little bit by the baldness of it, and it really distracts you, throws you off. I don't know. I was a fan of Maven. I would have. I don't know if I would have liked to have seen him as champion, but I still would like to see him wrestle today. I don't know. But uh, let's switch off reading every other paragraph here for Rick Davids. So I'll start. Thanks for all the unparalleled entertainment you've brought each week. I don't always bother watching SmackDown or Impact, but I wouldn't miss an episode of Marking Out. I wanted to respond to something Rob Kimblebrand posted on the last episode, saying that all the fans were bitching about the lack of tag, uh, tag division in the past, and now people are bitching that there are too many tag team matches on TV. Rob said there's no pleasing some people, and those hypocrites should just enjoy the damn show. This is a mistake that's always been made. The idea that it's the same fans complaining about the same thing. If you just look at it as the fans bitching instead of individuals bitching, then it's going to look like the same people later complain once the problem's fixed. But in reality, it's as Dave said, there will always be some people unhappy with any decision. You can... You can please some people, but you just can't please everyone at the same time. I think just just enjoy the damn show is a cop-out because if you love something and think it could be much better than, uh, than saying what they need to be uh, doing to improve it is, a underst- is understandable. Sorry. If we all just enjoyed the damn show, Daniel Bryan would not be benefiting from all the protesting by disgruntled fans and all we'd ever see it would be what the company wants, not what the people want. Everything needs feedback to improve. Keep being awesome, as always, and craved by all the ladies. From the uh, fifth most ultimate mark in the universe, nice, Rick David. Um, what was nice about that? I don't know, I like the sound of it, oh. the ultimate mark in the universe. Um, but yeah, I mean, to go along with that, even when Daniel Bryan was champion, I mean, for the most part, you could, would picture that everybody would be supporting it with everybody doing the yes chance and all of that fun stuff, but there were still a ton of people that hated it. I mean, I, I spoke to people and they, like, they weren't, they weren't supporting it at all. They hated the fact that they had, uh, as a small wrestler, uh, as champion, so no matter what, you're not going to please every single wrestling fan. You have to try to please the majority of them. And at times, instead of the majority, well, you also have to please where you're going to get the money. Right. And that that's where Cena and Orton comes in. I mean, for the most part, I'm always pleased with wrestling unless it has to do with Biggie Langston. Speaking of. <laughs> Speaking of Biggie Langston. All right, I'm going to read this a lot better than last week because we didn't record anything before this. Five, five, five! Brandon, what is this one foot Italian you are filling your mouth with? Do you, do you have something to tell me? Brandon, we just shared a fudgy the well Carvel kick, Lady the Tramp style. Also, don't forget Tango Tuesday so we can light up the dance floor. Okay, wow. A, no, don't say wow. A, I would never be caught eating a fudgy the freaking I thought you cake. love fudgy the well no, cake. that is my least favorite cake I could ever possibly eat. I would rather eat a Baskin Robbins ice cream cake slash regular cake. But you do love uh, Carvel. Yeah, Carvel's my number one. I'll regular. I'll just do give you me love a regular. Lady the Tramp? 
Lady and the Tramp was a good movie. Yeah, they're on DVD. I you do. probably do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not, I'm not going to deny that I love Disney. I didn't know that you could tango. I don't. This, no. I don't tango. I don't dance. Uh, no, that's I, debatable. That's not the people have seen you dance, and yeah. obviously you dance with Biggie. No, it's I, not. It's, no. Don't be ashamed David, of it. I mean, I listen though. I retired from dancing a long time ago after I won all those medals. I have nothing else to prove in dancing. What about salsa Sundays? No, no? salsa Sundays is for dipping chips. Nothing like swinging dip Saturdays and, chips and ripping chicken. What swinging Saturdays? Swinging Saturdays. Yeah, all up your swing story, dip, brother. Swing dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, you're reading again on the road. You want me to? Sure, why not? All right, this is from Jasmine. Hey, guys, I'd like to start off by saying thank you for giving us another kick-ass uh, show despite being so wiped out. We really do appreciate it, so thank you very much. I have a question. With Batista announced to return on the Monday before Royal Rumble, what do you think are the po uh, possibilities of Batista winning and going on to face Orton at Mania? That's if Orton is still champion around that time. Thanks again, guys. At reverse enemasage. <laughs> Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, as always, we appreciate you all tuning in and listening. So even when we are tired, we try to fight through it as difficult as it may be. Um, but thank you for the appreciation and the feelings mutual. Um, as per Batista... I do think it's kind of interesting that they're having him return the week before Royal Rumble. Which is a bullshit thing. I mean... Creative-wise, that's absolute bullshit. Do we get into Batista now? I mean, since it's being brought up? Might as well. All right, well, as we found out, Batista was... Uh, they aired a little promo for him well, on Raw. Before but, that even, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, this but, all... Yeah. The reason of this is because of the leak. Apparently there was a leak there. Sorry, I'm like my hand is like drifting over You're to like, like Brandon's like yeah. As I'm talking, my hand's like drifting over to Brandon's like shoulder and face. My bad. Uh, yeah, that's if you do not know, that's a violation of rule number one in the book of Brandon. Never on any circumstance touch Brandon unless you're asked to yes it, unless you have uh, written and it has to be in written for me it doesn't too. have to be written for it me. doesn't no okay um but yeah so Batista they leaked apparently they leaked uh to wherever the next live shows will be uh Batista would be appearing I don't think it was leaked it, out. it was advertised by well, that's WWE the thing. Uh, I guess they weren't supposed to the advertisements weren't supposed to run now they were supposed to be running after WrestleMania, after Royal Rumble, so they would just give them a heads up of what's going to be happening. But then it's also said that it could be so. It's also said that it could have been a, a like a planted leak. I, guess I don't even think it was say. a leak. I mean, they do this all the time. WWE advertised. Yeah, but the but the thing is, they weren't. They they wanted to keep this a secret, and some people were saying how Vince McMahon, if he wasn't over with the troops right now. He would have saw a ton of people would have been fired over this. So honestly, when you're not in the office, and unfortunately we're not in the office too often, it's hard <laughs> to hear what everyone's saying. So yeah, um, as per and what do you think about Randy Orton in WrestleMania? I don't want to see Randy Orton versus Batista at WrestleMania. I I still I'm still a I'm still a firm believer that it's going to be for the championship. It's going to be Daniel Bryan as the winner. 
Uh, I would actually be very disappointed if they didn't use Daniel Bryan in that capacity because that capacity because I think it would definitely get over more than Batista and Randy Orton. Um, I also was seeing something about Batista. So Batista Orton for the championship. Um, I mean, with no championship in there, I would be fine with. They've also been talk, tossing around a WrestleMania 23 rematch with Batista and Undertaker. Like I'd be, um, I think I'd be more fine with that than. I don't know if I would be all right with that. I want to see these younger people. people face Undertaker. I mean, uh, I still, I still wanted to see Undertaker versus Wade Barrett, uh, like two WrestleManias ago. It's a matter of oh, we can draw money from this guy. Let's have him return. Let's have Brock Lesnar come back. Let's bring The Rock back. Let's have Triple H wrestle at WrestleMania again. But the Undertaker, yearly call. Let's um, let's have you wrestle. But realistically, unfortunately, that's how it is. When because they do, they, but it's because they don't give shots to other people. No, but when you do bring back an old superstar, people will tu- oh, more people will tune don't, in. Don't let Batista hear him call hear you call him old. Well, no, but more people would tune in, tune into that. For example, when like, The Rock yeah, came back, a lot when of people Lesnar were Rock back, fans. A lot of people tuned in for The Rock. And what in Brock Lesnar, a lot of people re- tuned in for those first, at least for that Raw or in the Raw after, where you knew Batiste, Batiste, uh, Brock Lesnar was going to be there. A lot of people tuned in for that. So, without a doubt, I'm not surprised that they would air Batista and uh, expect very good ratings for that initial Raw. Um, I think a lot of there are a lot of Batista fans out there, so it's just smart business. I and unfortunately, think, I, it, I think it's a cop out. But it, it is. I think it's smart business. But unfortunately, in it being smart business, it also takes away from uh, the younger wrestlers. Right. Like, oh, we have. Let's name, name a young wrestler who doesn't get used on the roster currently. Yeah. yeah. Could we go with Tyson Kidd? We have Tyson Kidd on the roster. But let's bring Batista back. We'll give him a championship shot right away. Let's I don't, bring right. Batista back. He'll be in the Royal Rumble and almost win it or win it. Well, I think that that's where you have to have you have like Batista have his championship match. But then after that, they wrestle like uh, below that. Don't I don't want to see Batista it's, Triple it's H. He like, shouldn't be up there at all. He should be if you if you're coming back, do what Chris Jericho does. Build younger talent. But not everybody has the same Jericho mentality. Right, Jericho, obviously feel, Batista left for a reason. And like, Jer- Jericho, about the money. Jericho has been around pro wrestling for his entire life. I feel like he has a different... I mean, he pretty much broke... He was traveling with Lance Dorm for a long time and a lot of other... Jim Cornette and all these people that are highly influential in pro wrestling. And I feel that's a big difference between people like Batista and... Right. I feel like Jericho... Uh, the way that he was brought into wrestling and everything like that, I feel like he has that um, saying he's got more internal. For the business. Yes, he has that more internal instinct where he wants to help out pro wrestling as opposed to helping out himself. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Um, sorry that went on so long. Would yeah, you like so to read next, the next one? Next question is from Tito Vergara. Uh, he starts off by saying, Hey, yo. That's a terrible Razor Ramon impression. But hey, yo. I don't think that was much better. Yeah. But I think it was good. No, I'm kidding. No, you should definitely do the Bill Cosby impression throughout the show here. Why? Is that good? Yeah. I, don't know. I think so. But you have to do the, the like, the, the, whatever yeah, you do. I got you. Yeah, that's. Great yeah. show as always. Yeah, that stuff. Quick question. If AJ Styles went to WWE, did I say that? Like yeah, double double that? E. We got Kozlov over yeah. here. I love double double E. If AJ Styles went to WWE, 
Jobber or star? I don't see him being anything in between. Thanks for being awesome. Sincerely, the Mark from D.C., Alberto. P.S. Batista is greater than Randy Orton. Batista is the only guy they can bring back that can actually make people excited about Monday Night Raw. See right here, we have a very big Batista fan that will tune in for that Monday Night Raw. I mean, I'm and excited. He's not the only one. I'm not saying I'm not excited for Batista's return. I just don't think it should be used in the capacity it's but used in. But I, I feel like, I mean, there's obviously that's what they're going to use it no I matter mean, what. I mean, business wise, it only makes sense. Go back to TLC. I said I couldn't see one straight winner of that match, and Batista could be in that like yeah. get involved or whatever. Um, obviously, that didn't happen. I think that would have been a lot see. better. But as per, as per, I'm saying as per a lot. Um, with AJ Styles, I don't see him being a jobber. But I also don't see him being a main star in WWE. Like, I could see him being a successful Intercontinental Champion or something. Yeah, uh, he wouldn't be at the same level as he is in TNA. Maybe, Maybe for- though. Christian did. Christian was pretty uh, pretty high up in TNA and came back and got Yeah, but the Christian chance. was also... Even though it was... D- edge, d- yeah, and it was very different. Christian was with WWE for a good amount of time before that, while AJ Styles yeah, but it's stood the same, by that it's firm. It's kind of like uh, the same kind of thing. I, mean, um, I like it. The first few matches would, would draw, but unfortunately, I think AJ Styles would fall into the uh, the mid-card area and like not be mid. used. No, I mean, honestly, I think the first few matches people would tune in and care for, just like RVD. First few matches people care for, but then after that, they just fall down, and nobody really would tune in just to see that one match. Yeah, um, except for that Chris Jericho versus Rob Van Dam match of the year bullshit that everyone's like, oh, best Whoa! match ever, all over the computer. Even though I thought that was one of the worst matches I've ever seen from both of them. Yeah. Uh, as far as... Wait, did I start reading this? No, I no, didn't. No, sure. <laughs> uh, next up is from Aaron. Hey, guys. Why do I do that? You always do. I, I don't get. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it says "Hey guys." So. It does. You're, you're reading the script. Hey guys, two great shows this week. Great job on Amakis this year. As far as my question for this week, I've got two for you, and I'm not gonna suck it. No, just kidding. I don't know. Whatever. That's a DX. You know, everybody gets it. Yeah, yeah. Screw you, sometimes baby. your jokes go over. Number number one. Number one. What are your thoughts on Jeff Jarrett being done with uh, TNA? I think that it's a big loss, and I think even he knows that the company he built is on the verge of bankruptcy. Uh, Want to answer this and then move on? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am very. I, I'm very happy that he is leaving TNA, but they still said that he is an investor with TNA. So Which, I can't. Jeff, save your money. Don't yeah, pull out. Just pull I out. mean, get out of there. Just because, like, it's not necessary. I would. I still maintain the thought. I would love to see him back with WWE. But would that happen? Yes. I, I don't see why not. It's not like he's. Look at ever... the last time he was on WWE television. That's it true. was my favorite. I know. That's like the funniest but thing. But I don't, I don't think that there's any bitter... Uh, Jeff Jarrett, he's not returning or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah, it is a big loss for TNA. Um, not, I don't know what but else But it's not. When it. was the last time he was on TV for them? 
That's true. But for when he was with uh, them on television, he always drew and he was always putting on decent matches. He, I wonder if he was still one of the people... Uh, you're not relaxed, dude. Sorry. I wonder if he was one of the people that were still getting paychecks, even though he wasn't being used on TV or anything. And, it, uh, uh, and the, he resigned to give them money to... It's possible. I mean, hmm. at the time, the thing is... Uh, a lot of people are caught off guard because he was in the role of uh, as a creative agent, and um, uh, I'm sorry, uh, he was part of creative. He was an in- he was an agent. He was an agent, and he was also an investor. So it's a very what does that mean? Who else is an investor in TNA aside there's from the Panda so Energy many. Corp or whatever? There's probably called. there's probably so many investors. I mean, honestly, they probably have. I'm sure Dixie Carter has friends that invested. I'm sure there's other, there's silent investors into TNA. I feel fucking terrible for those people. I mean, honestly, you just, there's nothing that you can do about it. Just put it in the stock market at this rate. Stock market? What's that going to do? That's going to plummet. Yeah, it will be better than TNA. Oh, put your money into the stock yeah, market. Yeah, I thought you were telling TNA to go public. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, that's going to plummet. No. And that's all the TNA talk we have this week. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's, the funny thing is, that's the truth. He's not lying. <laughs> Number uh, number two, recent reports say that Triple H is the new head of creative, so I wanted to get your thoughts on how you think he'll do it in his new role. I think he'll be able, oh, I'm sorry, I think he'll be good as he's done a good job with recent pet projects like the Wyatt Family, Damian Sandow, and the WWE Performance Center. Many don't know, but he's already done a lot for the future of WWE. I think he'll be great. Thanks again, guys. Number one, Brandon Mark Aaron. P.S. Follow me on Twitter at Aaron UST. By the way, Dave. Oh, I'm sorry. By the way, Dave stated that he follows me on Twitter, which I found wasn't the case. I went through my followers and he wasn't there. What a liar. LOL. <laughs> this leaves me with no choice but to bring back the hashtag. No. Hashtag Dave sucks again dot 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 not supposed to read those it was a good run dave we all knew this day would come again um just to answer i guess the last part first i apologize if i didn't uh wasn't clear with what i said but i followed you with the marking out account not my personal uh but yeah if you see the marking out is following you that's because I click follow you. Um, it looks like Dave wasn't a naughty boy this year. <laughs> you you just why don't you just keep the bells over here so this way you can bring in here and there. More noise. I don't know. Brandon has Santa sleigh they're bells. They're sleigh bells, David. Santa sleigh no, bells. No, they're not Santa sleigh bells. They're sleigh bells. Sleigh bells was something before Santa Claus. All right. Look up Santa Claus. Guys. Um, but yeah, I have nothing bad to say about Triple H. A lot of people don't realize. All the good that he has been doing for the WWE. Look at the tag team division as well. Um, the tag team division. the Even the women's division. I mean, right now it's debatable. But look at everything that they're doing at NXT and the Performance Center. Um, I mean, and all, and as you, as I just said, the Performance Center itself is pretty... It's state of the art. I um, wish I could go Yeah. There. I mean, I think that's a huge thing that not really any pro, uh, pro wrestling promotion has ever had. I don't even think it's like... It, 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 I mean, it's kind of like the WCW power plant. 
but this is even, like oh, I wouldn't even compare it. To but that. that's the thing. Like this has everything. It has the workout center. It has the rings. Yeah, promo. I, honestly, it's, it's something that you'd see in the NFL or something like that. Yeah, no, but I think Triple H is definitely doing I mean, great. Yeah, no, I don't know. You, but you yeah, know, no, Triple H. Yeah, yeah, right. But Triple H is definitely doing great things for WWE. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously smart. He married the boss's daughter. Yeah, but it's that it doesn't even have anything to do with that. I mean, the guy obviously he's smart. He's doing great things for the company. I just I think the big thing TV. is Triple H cares. Yeah, Triple but, he, H- but listen, he needs to stay off TV. He's he's fine in the authority role right now. Yeah, right now it's wrestling fine. though. None of that WrestleMania bullshit. No, I agree with you. I don't want to see any more matches of Triple H. I think that we've seen enough of it. I would like to see him just as that authority role. We've seen enough of it. No. Cena, no. Yeah. No, I'm good with Cena. Yeah, well. No, I'm good with Cena, too. So then I don't get it. Yes. Well, those were Um, all our fan questions and comments this week. Thank you to everyone who wrote in on such shortish, notish-ish. Yeah, you guys only had, like, and girls had only, like, three, four days to write this. Yeah. Especially with the holidays and everything. It was, I'm sure it was very difficult. Yeah. But thank but, you very much. But listen, keep listening to the Marquee Awards. They're literally, they're yeah, only let 13 us, minutes long. Right now, there's no comments on the Marquee Awards nobody, at all. Nobody commented. We took a lot of time to do that. Let us know if you enjoyed them. Let, let us, us know, know if you listened. I mean, yeah, I know, know. I, know I, did, I didn't expect it to have more listens as a normal episode. But it's only 12 minutes. It's not... 13, bro. 13 minutes. But it's it doesn't take that much of your time. You can play it in the car while you're cleaning or anything. But just play the Marquee Awards and let us know what you think. If you agree with the winners and... Just let us know if you're entertained by it. Yeah, it took, that it took a lot out it of took, us It to took do four it. freaking hours to record 13 minutes. Just because of the amount of sound effects and everything that Brandon added. Sound effects, man. We were there live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but please, give it a listen. Um, but thank you very much. You ready to talk about some uh, Smackdown? Smackdown? Yes, let's go right into Smackdown. Let's start with the bads, shall we, or what? Um, I'm good with starting off with the bads. Yeah, so... And I, I could agree with you with the bads, too. Biggie Langston defeated Jack Swagger. And honestly, I really I don't care what people say. Langston just looks like absolute shit in the ring week after week. Like, he really I, does. Come I on. could, you know what? But I'm fine with him being IC champion right now because it's just to me. I just see him as transitional, even though he's not. It's not like he's holding it just for a week or two. Right. But I just see him really as transitional, where it's not going to go any further. Um, and then we also had Damian Sandow versus The Miz. Uh, pretty much as we. Just like last week, I think that this match and the other match, the Big E, were both very forgettable matches. Right. Um, I really didn't take any notes on both on the two matches because they were that forgettable. Yeah, well, Miz is back to being face again after being heel on Raw, but yeah, he was face on main event last week. Yeah. But, like, and he, like he interrupts Damian Sandow. It makes no sense. The match was okay, but based off that Miz stuff, I literally, I just need to... Yeah, I really... It's like Alicia Fox all over. We're going back and oh, forth yeah. between heel and face. Just let us know yeah, if we at should. At least like, can wrestle, though. Yeah, but people don't <laughs> know if they should. we should be cheering for him, booing him. Now, that's the thing. Like, like, do you think there's room for tweeners in wrestling? Yes, but he's not like... But I think a tweener is different from being a heel one week and a face one it? week. I feel like... 
just a tweener is just playing neutral during matches. But he's not he's not playing neutral during his matches. Right, that's right. He's playing one side of the field during his matches. He's either playing heel or he's playing a face, but he's not playing in between during those matches. Also, speaking of tweeners, I just want to say that I want to be the first to be on the record to say that I think Justin Bieber is quote-unquote retiring to go into rehab because he definitely needs help and he's definitely on drugs. He has to be. Uh, definitely has to be going into rehab. You know what? You know my thoughts on drugs in the slip pop world. I, I find it understandable, unfortunately. Yeah, with the, Justin with the scheduling that they do with the he's, tough he's a work. Prick. You know, everybody's something. What am I? I'm, you're a great person. You're a fat prank. You're, you're a great person and a favorite cousin. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Hear that, Brad? <laughs> um, yeah. Let's move on to, to the middles. middles. All right. Randy Orton's promo. Yeah, he opened up SmackDown basically talking about beating uh, John Cena and Daniel Bryan. Uh, gets interrupted by John Cena. Uh, and John was saying that everyone in WWE would want to be champion, or should want to be champion, actually, which... I kind of don't agree with. I yeah. I mean, you kind of maybe agree with that that everybody in WWE should want to be champion or should strive to be WWE champion. I don't know because some people just strive for to put on good matches, which is understandable. Like as that's well. the thing. Like we had the argument of yeah, many months ago. Yeah, like, should every feud be about a championship? I don't think so. Because sometimes it's based on pride, sometimes... And I know in the past I did say it should involve right. a championship. But I... I Brandon calls me a flip-flopper because I flip-flop <laughs> a lot. But yeah, I changed my mind with all that. Yeah, but John, John Cena was telling Randy Orton that he needs to change because he's a fucking douchey coward, basically. And Daniel Bryan comes out and says that when Cena gets his rematch, rematch he'll beat Randy Orton... And then Brian will get his title his title shot, and who knows if that'll happen. But the Shields music then hit, and CM Punk ran down, and Vicky Guerrero set up a match later on for later on. For yeah, I'll be honest. I listened to Randy Orton speak. Then once Cena came out there, I listened to like two seconds in the fast forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's really it. Let's move on to the goods. Uh, Brie Bella defeating Tamina Snuka. Yeah, the ending looked kind of weak with the missed splash slash roll-up pin. Yeah. But the match itself was good, and I think Brie Bella deserves to be Divas champion. They were bringing up the fact about how AJ is closing in on Beth Phoenix's record of yeah. being champion for over... Beth Phoenix's record is at 204 days. AJ right now is a um, little over 190. Is she going to loop uh Do you think Maurice? that... Uh, what do you or mean? lap, I mean. Maurice is next. Oh, uh, what do you think? Do you think AJ should beat the record? Or yeah. do you think... I think it would be pretty interesting if, like, the day before Beth Phoenix's record, if it falls on a Raw or on SmackDown or pay-per-view, I think it would be kind of cool if the day before she gets to that record to tie it, she loses the championship. Just adding to AJ's, AJ's persistence of being a psycho and driving her even further off the deep end. I think that would be a cool idea. Yeah, I think... I don't think at this point, I really don't think she deserves it. She's not really impressing me in the ring. But that's the thing, I mean... I kind of sound like a... F no, no, you're right. Because there's a lot of other people that are impressing. Uh, Naomi, uh, the Bella twins. It's not even just Brie yeah. Bella anymore. Because now Nikki has stepped it up. Even Tamina Snuka. I mean, it's, 
it goes back and forth with Tamina, but I would give it to her just for that yeah, you super would. that sidekick. <laughs> I would give her to her for a sidekick. She's a mom. Is she? Elf. Yeah. Tamina? Yeah. She has two children. Really? Two children, I believe. How old is she? Um, I'm not too sure. Wow. Did not know that. Yeah. And I wouldn't say she's a MILF. I wouldn't do her. Yeah, she's kind of scary. I mean, Stephanie McMahon is a MILF. She is. <laughs> uh, next, we have Sin Cara defeating Drew McIntyre. It's been odd to see good matches coming from Sin Cara. I still hate the fact that they always call Sin no, no, Cara, no. like, new... No, 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 no. JBL just keeps repeating the same old, same shit. It's like, we've got a new Sin Cara! And he needs to stop But doing YouTube that. even did uh, Sin Cara as a move of the week or moves of the week or something like that. And it featured all of the new Sin Cara as opposed to anything with the old. Just kind of adding to everything that it's a it's, new Sin Cara. Listen, it's more JBL that needs to stop that bullshit. I think just accept Sin Cara for Sin Cara. No, no old, no new. Just say Sin Cara. Stop. Uh, we also had Sweet Tea versus Brodus Clay. Um, I, I was a fan of this match. Yeah. I thought it was very good. To me, uh, it, it reminded me of a match, like a fun match to have in a WWE video game. And, uh, to be honest, if I'm not mistaken, when they did have their matches before Tons of Funk, I think those were the two matches, they wrestled twice, I believe, back-to-back Raws, and those were the two matches where I was just like, wow, Brodus Clay and Tenside, they know how to work each other. It was, I thought it was really good matches. And just like this match, I thought it was a good match of the two big men. Yeah, the Funkadactyls and Xavier Woods came out to uh, yeah. distract Brodus Clay. Tensai ended up, after the match, got uh, beat down. Yeah, and Sweet Tea was about to... Or Sweet Tea. Well, they go they go back and forth, too, with yeah. Sweet Tea and Tensai. Um, but, yeah, and he, uh, Clay was moving in on that victory, going for a third splash. Yeah, So Xavier Woods ended up running down to help. Uh, sweet tea afterwards, and uh, I also I do like how Brodus Clay does the Funkasaurus thing still. Like, yeah, because like it's like slower. mocking it. Yeah, yeah it's mocking kind of slower. It. And... Yeah, I, I I really do like what they're doing with Brodus Clay. So maybe we will see the main event player soon. You know what? You never say never in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, we also had the uh, Rhodes family defending, well, not defending, in a non-title match against the Wyatt family. Yeah, they what, lost. What was it? The Brotherhood? I don't know, though. I don't know like, if they call it that. I don't know. I, I was hearing they called themselves the Brotherhood. But I'm sticking to the Rhodes Brothers for now. Yeah, I thought this was a really good match. I loved how the it was very hard-hitting. And the thing that I loved the most was the Rhodes family. They sold every single move that the Wyatts put out there about? as if it was... Done by, even though they're like seven, close to seven foot tall, but they just sold it so perfectly where it was just like, holy shit, that looked powerful. How about when Bray Wyatt threw Cody Rhodes into the ring post when uh, the ref wasn't looking? Dude, there's so many points of the match. And then uh, Luke Harper brought Cody back into the ring, hit him with the clothesline. Yeah. And then and after... Brian makes makes a save. Well, after the match, Bray Wyatt came into the ring. Like, so that's not a good sign, but Daniel Bryan ran down with the steel chair to make the save. Yeah, I was a big fan of this entire segment. I'm a fan that they're continuing with Daniel Bryan and the Wyatt family. That's like, it's weird that they're doing that, because, like, Daniel Bryan's currently in two storylines. He is, yes. So it's, like, that's weird. 
But that also shows how, how much confidence they do have in Daniel Bryan that they're willing to put him in and give him the time of being in two storylines. Yeah. So even if people are saying that Daniel Bryan should be up there, but look what they're doing with him. They're using him in two storylines. So uh, we also had Kofi Fun. Kingston versus... Dango. Yeah. Defeating Kofi Kingston, which... Uh, I love the end of the match. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, uh, do you remember or it was? Well, what happened? Right, let me, was the the part that I loved about it. He went for the guillotine leg drop, Fandango. But I liked the fact that Kofi Kingston had half his body like underneath the bottom rope and pretty much hanging like one leg hanging off the apron, and he nailed it. I thought it just looked really cool, um, kind of like cutting him off right before he gets in the ring. It just I. Was a fan of it. Now imagine if Fandango won the Royal Rumble. Is that That'd not something be... you want to imagine? No, I would love <laughs> to imagine that, but yeah, I um, let's talk about Royal Rumble two later. Yeah, okay. I mean, we got some time. Uh, yeah, the video also... game, right? The Royal Rumble video game that they released for Dreamcast. Oh, screw that! SNES. <laughs> no, nah, Royal Rumble that. SNES. No that way. was one of my favorites. Uh, the Wyatt family. Beat the crap out of Daniel Bryan. What the hell is with Renee Young? Like, why wouldn't she tell Daniel yeah. Bryan? Fucked up, right? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Uh, but, yeah, yeah she, I thought it was... She was she was interviewing Daniel Bryan and just, like, walked away. I, I thought it was a very good segment, though. I liked how uh, Bray Wyatt came out of nowhere. It was just like, Daniel. And then he turns around and just gets the crap beaten out of him. And yeah. then he goes into we uh, Ashes, Ashes, We All Fall Down. And at that moment of we all fall down, they throw uh, him yeah, off the loading dock. Yeah, he gets thrown right off the loading dock. I thought it was pretty. Should have cool. been in a wheelchair when they did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also had the Shield taking on John Cena and CM Punk and Why do you not do Daniel that, man? Bryan. Why do you keep doing that? Why? Giving the losers first. I don't. Yeah, you do. No, that's not intentional. Every single thing you have the losers first. Not intentional. Yeah. John no, Cena, Sin Cara first, Sweet Tea first, Brie first. But I introduced first, all those. Fandango first. Yeah, for some reason, you keep on, <laughs> that's true. You keep on introducing the ones that I have first, so that's, that's funny. why. That's funny. Um, but, yeah, so John Cena, CM Punk, they teamed up as per Vicky Guerrero. Obviously, Daniel Bryan couldn't make it because he got beat up. with injuries. But uh, they got defeated by the Shield because of a DQ. Uh, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't stop attacking CM Punk. Uh, John Cena tried to fight the Wyatt family off, but he also got beat up, which then, unfortunately... Before we go into the post-like match and stuff, match? Yeah, the match itself I thought was very good. I thought the CM Punk spot where he hit the DDT and Neckbreaker at the same time, I thought that looked pretty cool. Um, John Cena getting nailed with the spear, and then triple powerbomb looked devastating. But yeah, then... Then, unfortunately... Biggie Langston ran down to make the save, but if it ends with Roman Reigns taking the Intercontinental Championship from him, it'll be a damn good thing. I agree with that one. Um, yeah, that is SmackDown. Let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. What do you want to talk about first? Oh. Middles? No, let's let's start with the bads. Whoops. Whoa, let's start it. with the bads. 
while you introduce it, I can jingle these bells. There you go. You play with your balls over there. We had the 12 Divas Jingle Bell match. Eva Marie, Natalia, and the fucking Dactyls, and the Bella Twins versus AJ Exana, Alicia Fox, Caitlin Summerray, and Tamina Snuka. Yeah, um, Team Total Divas ended up picking up that victory. Yeah, this match, I had to change the channel because of this match. There was such... Was, they did, like... Let me... In, there was such a stupid spot where the Total Divas ended up doing, like, that, that crack the whip shit that you do when you're skating. Like, where one joins, and then the next joins, and then the next one joins. This is going to sound so corny, but <coughs> they did... That's what it's called? Crack the yeah, Whip? Yeah, it's called Cracking the Whip or um, some shit. For so, like, when they did do that, it reminded me of Sesame Street, the, the Christmas episode, <laughs> from watching it as a kid. Why? Because there's a scene where <laughs> all the Sesame Street characters are ice skating, and they do that. And then I think it's... Here's something crazy. Wait, 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 I think it's uh, Oscar the Grouch, or... Elm, or maybe Grover, that's the last person to get on there, and then he gets swung uh, into like uh, trash or something like that. Here's something crazy. What's up? I think now that you mentioned that Sesame Street spot, I think that happened last year too. And you mentioned that to me, and I went and found the clip on YouTube of yeah. Grover and Sesame Street. Because I remember you telling me about that. And so they're I, playing Feliz Navidad during that time, too. So, to me, that that has to be mean that they did that last year. That I'm, they might not have, but... Yeah. I mean, overall, it's not really the best spot to do during a pro wrestling match. And it match. looks so shitty because, like, they're awkwardly and running. Yeah, they, and then funny Nikki because throws like, an awkward drop kick. Yeah, because everybody's still spinning as she's doing the drop kick. So, she lands a drop kick, but everybody else is still... Uh, running in a circle so she, they're like dragging uh, uh, who did it Nikki so yeah. they're like dragging her on the ground a little bit it was and like they, they were all running slower than Tatanka's doing his rain dance or whatever he does yeah cheer dance or whatever you call it it was just so crappy it was awful it looked awful but kudos to the Divas for being in a match right <laughs> said no one ever yeah. uh, but you know who wasn't in that match yeah Miss Jojo yeah all right, well, apparently JoJo is on thin, very, very thin ice. No pun intended, because it's winter. Haha, <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but yeah, apparently she's on thin ice. This is the reason why she has not been involved with any of the matches all that much. Or and the, the apparently the, the second half of uh, Total Divas, she wasn't featured. She wasn't really there all too much. So WWE may be writing off JoJo. So, yeah. To which I think they're going to replace her with the current diva. A current diva for yeah, the like TV follow, show? Yeah, or for the TV show. Maybe. Maybe I don't Caitlyn. Know. I don't I, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Kate more of Caitlyn in, like, her... Uh, her antics? Her, yeah, her I actual life. I think that's going to get really, really boring really fast. I how many say, times, how many Total times, Divas, Total no. Divas, for me, has gotten very boring. How many times can you hear a Milhouse joke? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or mustache. But now joke. that she's engaged, so maybe they would sign her on with Beyonce. Yeah. But overall, Total Divas kind of has bored me. I've watched it. Um, I'll watch the Kardashians till it's canceled. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not canceled. Um, I'm joking. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's on move to on middles. to the middles. Ugh. I'm doing the Johnny Carson sweater bowl. Good Santa... No. No. Kali Ka and Santino versus no, no one. When Renee I, Young hosted a Christmas You can tell that after contest. after all right, after the uh, the Divas match, when I told you that I changed the channel, it's questionable whether or not I turned 
back to Raw. Yeah, so Renee Young <laughs> hosted a Christmas caroling contest between R-Truth and Xavier Woods. Three-man band, uh, minus Heath Slater, Santino Morella, and the Great Khali. And honestly, I mean, Great Khali and Santino won, but they had me with... I fucking hate Great Khali, but he had me laughing with the fa-la-la-la-la, fa-la-la-la-la-la. I thought that was funny. I can't. I can't really do a, a Kali accent, but since you pointed out Heath Slater, oh. apparently, they're, apparently they're giving Heath Slater personal time off oh. uh, to deal with a personal issue. Hope I hope everything's all right with him. Hope it's not including anybody going to rehab, yeah, and, or anything with family wise. But we hope to see him return very soon. Yes. Now um, another middle we had was the good Santa, that being Mark Henry. Defeating the bad Santa, Damian Sandow. They overhyped this match. In a battle of the Santas with all those creepy promos, vignettes of little kids sitting on their laps and saying, what do you want for Christmas? And Let me put a wee-wee pad on my lap before you sit on my lap. It was a hardcore match. It was a decent match. Fun to watch. Dumb to watch, I guess you could say. You know what I mean? Dumb to watch. You know what I mean. Yeah. So that was the middles. I mean, Christmas was saved. Come on. Uh, some goods we have. The Authority and Kane came out and gave the and gave Randy Orton the night off, so that was good. <laughs> A.K.A. Randy Orton wasn't there. No, he was there. Uh, you were watching the beginning of the show, weren't you? I don't even remember. The Divas match really fucked with my mind. Kane came out and was throwing candy canes to everybody. Candy canes. And then he went like this with his arms and... <laughs> And the pyro went off. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. So uh, we had Sin Cara defeating Curtis Axel. Again, Sin Cara. Great matches. Or good matches, I should say. Uh, I really like his Swanton Bomb. I like a lot of his moves. I I'm very don't, I don't like that he's using Unico's finisher, though. I don't like that. You know... But is Unico still using that finisher? I would assume so. I mean, what I mean, else is Unico going to use? I don't know. I do like I how... Mean, we haven't seen Unico wrestle, so... Yeah. I do like how Sin Cara is doing that uh, corner flip, like, right in the beginning of the match, where he when he gets off the turnbuckle, he, like, does that forward, um, kind of like Xavier Woods with that honor roll-ish. Like, what Sin Cara would do? Did Sakari used to do that? I think so. I have to see it. I kind of missed the entrance. Like, I saw it out of the corner of my eye. But, yeah. Uh, then we had a the Wyatt family defeating the Rhodes brothers and Daniel Bryan. This was, of course, set up probably because of last week's SmackDown. Uh, yeah. Was it a good match? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think Daniel Bryan and the Wyatts is an interesting feud to keep continuing. Like I said when we were talking about SmackDown. I also I did see this match. Christmas present on a pole match. Fandango versus Ziggler. Why is Ziggler always in these gimmick matches? It's because Ziggler's stealing the show and they know they like they just give him to there because they don't want to take him seriously. It, like he from the feud with Sandow, everything was a gimmick match. To now this, everything's a gimmick match. And the Christmas present on the pole, by the way, was a Intercontinental Championship shot, which Fandango won. So maybe we'll see Fandango beat Biggie Langston for that championship. Still upgrade. Fingers crossed. Here's hoping. 
The next match we had, the Usos defeating the primetime players. What was that? Did you sneeze? No? I guess no, not. I that was weird. Uh, yeah, the Usos defeated primetime players. Before the match, primetime players uh, were cutting a promo, and Darren Young said the wrong city. I, I kind of think that was on purpose. Why? I don't know. Because then everybody booed, and he's like, yeah, that's why you don't cut promos. Aru, aru, aru. Probably not what happened. But uh, during the match, there was a great splash from one of the Usos. Uh, I just think, uh, I wish there was a way to tell them apart more. Am I right, Dave? Completely. Speaking of being able to tell people apart, Los Matadores defeated the Real Americans. And uh, during the match, Diego and Fernando did some quote-unquote twin magic. And they switched out behind the ref's back. And Michael Cole sucks on commentary here because he goes, he basically, when he's calling the match, he does the whole thing with Eddie set of twins, Bella twins, Usos, uh, Los Matadores, Diego, or is that rather Fernando? It's like, if you don't know, don't fucking say it, Michael. And uh, that was that for that match. I liked the match. It was nice. And that's fun, the end of that chapter. Fun, uh, not... I don't want to say like a lucha style, but it was. We've seen them work. We've seen Los Matadores work and everything. El Torito was wearing his white, his white bull suit. But uh, Ryback defeated Kofi Kingston as well, and I really think Kofi Kingston should have been world champion in 2010. I think so too. Or WWE champion, either or. I think Kofi had a lot of potential. Yeah. Um, Next, we had CM Punk, John Cena, and Big E Langston taking on The Shield. Yes, and they ended up winning via DQ because The Shield wouldn't let them up. Uh, Cena and Punk made the save, hitting Ambrose and Rollins with the attitude adjustment. And the GTS at the same exact time made for a cool little moment. Cool little uh, Snapchats? Nah, photos? Yeah, not, not so quite, you- but... Now that you mentioned those Snapchats, did you see apparently that it was Vince McMahon who... Yeah, something with Obama and Vince McMahon. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like, how is doing that... It's still stupid. How is doing that going to take a jab at... Yeah, why do you have to take jabs? It's your product. Just make sure that your product is good. And by doing what you did, it takes away from the product. So go F yourself. Yeah. Um, Thank you for the job. Do we have... uh... We have outside yeah. the ring news. We More, do. Oh, all right. I don't know why he's saying that. Yeah, you do. But <laughs> uh, JBL and Vince, uh, JBL and Cole actually did the live vo- uh, voiceovers of Monday Night Raw from the studio. Which I said I thought that was pretty cool. I called them up and I was like, "Dude, I just don't, I don't understand. How did JBL and Michael Cole call it live? Like, yeah. I said I was they like, probably, as if they're in studio calling it live because they, there's no possible they, way they called the." matches while they were there and then they just added in all the stuff from Twitter and everything. I would assume that the, that's the reason why Waller <laughs> wasn't on. <laughs> they said, how could they know this is yeah. trending worldwide? Like, well, that's other the than thing, taking like, a guess. but I would assume that's why Lawler wasn't even on commentary because he probably couldn't make it out to Connecticut. Couldn't uh, make it out or, or just wanted to stay at home for Christmas. He wasn't in Connecticut either way. Which, uh, JBL thank and God. Cole, JBL and Cole, I'm assuming, live in New York City or close to Connecticut where they could come in and they do it. They should have had Scott Stanford sit out there for that. Yeah, or Renee Young. Or Renee um, Young, yeah. Actually, but she's probably home with her family. I don't know where she's from, though. But. Yeah, I don't know. Um, outside the ring news, Maraud 
January 6th is going to be Old School Raw. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Speaking uh, of, sorry to cut you off. Apology accepted. They aired all those promos for the New Year Raw. Is that January 6th? Is that what that is? Or I, is think, one I think so. Big Show dressed as a giant baby, New Year's baby. Oh, no, that's a different Raw. That's, like, the, that's oh, next that's week. Next week. Okay, right, yeah. right. Come on. What what was that? Apparently, Big Show is not even going to be there. Really? I think. Will they tape it already? No, but I think he's busy doing something else, but I'm not too sure. Um, oh, old school Raw. Sorry to cut you off again. <laughs> Apologies. Mick Foley. Why didn't you have Mick Foley? I saw him go on Twitter, like this long rant on Facebook, too, about being backstage for the taping of that the Christmas edition of Monday Night Raw, being like, Vince, I'm here if you need me, dressed as Santa Claus, looking not like Mick Foley, looking like Santa Claus. Why couldn't, like, even, he said it would have even made my night if you just had me say, Mick, go out there at the last, at the last, um, during the last thing of Monday Night Raw and just wave to the fans goodbye, or whatever. Like, why didn't you... Utilize Mick Foley dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah, you could have done that. Even if it was dark at the time, you could have done that. You could have even had him do a be the referee for that Sandow and that, yeah well, Mick Foley match. You I know, mean, creative Sandow and Mark Henry think match. all that much. What do you think about this old school Raw though? Sorry to cut. What do you? What do you? I'm a fan of that. Old school Raws are some of the best I, Monday Night Raws we've ever seen. My whole seen. problem is I have a lot of high expectations when it comes to old school Raws. Where I'd rather see, imagine if they brought in like Marty Jannetty to have a match against Ziggler, or like that'd be phenomenal, right? Like, be, I, but like, why are you thinking that much? I don't know because I like when they say old school Raw, Raw goes old school. I want to see like them bring back a few of these other wrestlers and actually put them in a match, and because Marty Jannetty, Marty Jannetty versus Ziggler would be great, and it would put over Ziggler. Maybe. I mean, it would put Marty over, too. That's true. <laughs> like, And then you could have Zandow versus one of these older wrestlers. You could have even Barry Horowitz I mean, bring him back and get a quick victory over... A quick uh, victory? Yeah, like a, a... What? What's going on right now in your head? <laughs> like like how he had a quick victory over, uh, um, over the Body Donnas. Like something like that over another... Well, over like a, last year... Last year we saw uh, Damian Sandow and Cody Rhodes taking on the was it I don't know if it was a New Age Outlaws on that episode or I'm thinking more it I was Primo and Epico. I think it was Primo and Epico that they defeated or or lost to or the match didn't happen. Okay, where are you going with this? Uh, well, no, that's what we saw. We saw the New Age Outlaws wrestle last year on the old school. Oh, yeah. But and then I, we saw them the next week, I think, taking on Sandow and Rose. I, I just think it would be great. I think, no, I think we're all old school. Maybe that was where DX got uh, beat up uh, Sandow. No, that was Raw 1000, David. Oh, my bad. <laughs> but overall, I think I still think that some of these wrestlers should be used. And it's especially the 20th anniversary still, of Monday Night Raw coming up. So. Especially if they're still in good shape and could still put on a good match and make your current wrestlers still look good. <laughs> I thought you said current wrestlers. Might as well. <laughs> Might as well do it. Yeah, have Barry Jannetty is in great Barry, shape. Have Bar- Barry Horowitz team with Santino to go over someone. That would be hilarious. I don't know what your mindset is, why you want Barry Horowitz so bad. I want, I want a ton of stuff to happen. I what want Barry Horowitz. I want... I want these, like, just out there wrestlers as opposed to the big headliners. Like, you don't want Doink. What? Is that a joke? No, you don't want Doink. Why would I? He passed away. Yeah, okay, because there was one Doink. 
Well, we I all know like Matt Bourne Why to Matt Bourne to Why? do something like that? Why? I feel like the gimmick. Brooklyn Brawler. No, no way. Not Doink. Not uh, Doink. Doink doesn't die when Matt Bourne dies. He created that gimmick. But especially when Brooklyn Brawler's been Doink in the past for stuff recently. I'm sorry, but you're not going to have me change on that one. Um, also, Core Graves teasing a Royal Rumble entry, talking on Twitter saying the Royal Rumble is next month in Pittsburgh. I haven't been home in a while. Uh, I haven't been home in years. Hmm. Maybe we'll see Corey Graves. I'm always a fan. I hope they do that NXT Battle Royal again. I kind of wish that there was 40 men in the Royal Rumble still. Or 40 people, I should say. As long as... You know what? I hope they do that NXT Battle Royal again. But in addition to that, I truly hope they don't tell us who will be in the Royal Rumble. I don't want to be spoiled. We all know that's going to happen. I know. I don't want to be spoiled. I don't want the entry numbers to be spoiled. Please. Um, Brian Tannen and Shane Taylor... Independent wrestlers, Metallo, all been, uh, I guess, are supposed to be trying out with WWE. Enzo Amori, Triple H, and uh, John Cena are big Enzo Amori fans, big supporters. Um, I guess Enzo Amori works out at the same gym as Stephanie McMahon and Triple H at the Franco's gym. I was going to say, so, where? Upstate? No, I mean, up, up, upstairs from... Uh... Yeah, no, in New Jersey. So apparently they're very big supporters of Enzo Amori. And I guess that could be seen... Through Enzo Omori having a broken leg, yet still being used in cutting promos that, if you haven't heard of Enzo Omori promo, they are hilarious and actually very good. Eh, you could forget so, about it. Eh, not really. You get it? No? Yeah. Even though it's not really. You, you know what? It. Yeah. And that's all Thanks. I've got to talk about that one. Yeah, so let's take a quick break. And what? we'll be back here on Marking Out. This is PWS champion Bonesaw, and you're listening to Marking Out. And if you're not, then you're not ready. We have magic shows. What? Balloon animals. What? Game for kids. What? Popcorn machine. What? Kite candy machine. What? And bouncing castle. What? Pull for your kids' birthday parties. And we're back. Here on Marking Out 151. Oh, damn it. I was going to see uh-huh. if we can still do it. I was going to say, and that wasn't... What the fuck? I don't know what you're out. saying. You can't do the same words when I do it? No. Well, how would we just do that? Because we, we always do, do that. Every yeah, we do that every week. I was going to say, and that wasn't rehearsed. No, it wasn't. But I thought you were going to be able uh, to do it no. too. I can't keep that up. Let's talk about some New York Wrestling Connection, a little MYWC. They had an event this past Saturday at the Sportatorium in Deer Park, Long Island, New York, called Torgy Circus. All leading up to Psycho Circus. Yes, we had a, a very hot opening match where Alex Reynolds defeated John Silver, his tag team partner. Uh, I'm sure, I mean, we didn't see these matches, but I'm sure if we did... Yeah, this match probably could have been the match of the night. Yeah. I mean, I would picture it as being so. We also had uh, the CZW heavyweight champion Drew Gulak defeating uh, Greek god Papadon. And I'm sure that match was great as well. Uh, we also had Just Incredible taking on Matt Striker and defeating Matt Striker. Yeah, it was um, the hardcore match or whatever. I think Extreme Rules match. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure that match was great as well. Yeah, I mean, apparently <laughs> there was really, oh, I mean, Just Incredible, I think, was really bloody during that match and hit uh, hit That's Incredible with 
to Matt Stryker for the win. Yeah. Yeah. I still go back and forth with how I feel about Justin Credible, to be honest. I mean, I don't know. But that's, yeah, I still go back and forth. I'm a fan of his work in the ring, not a fan of him all that much outside of the ring. Uh, main event, we saw Mike Mondo and Blake Morris, flawless Blake Morris, taking on Big O and Francis Kiplin Stevens. Uh, yeah. And Mondo and Blake Morris picking up the victory. Yeah, DJ Hyde, of course, got involved and distracted. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. The referee was distracted and DJ Hyde ended up doing some cheap shit and cost Big O and Kip their match. Yeah, it's going to be a tough, uh, it's, uh, I guess, uh, an uphill battle for Big O and Kiplin uh, because now DJ Hyde is kind of aligning himself up with Mondo, Morris, uh, and Athletic Incorporated. Yeah. Um, and this is all leading to, uh, well, the next next event that they have that they don't have any matches announced is NYWC Sideshow, which is going to take place January 25th at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park. Um, definitely go check it out. We'll update you when matches are announced. But this is really all leading up to Psycho Circus, which is at the NYWC Sportatorium as well on February 15th. Uh, the big match that they have announced based off of uh, the results um, of Tour Day Circus is the Psycho Circus match. It's going to be Big O, Mikey Whipwreck, Francis Kiplin Stevens, uh, Big O being the heavyweight champion and Kip being the uh, fusion champion. Uh, Stockade, Chris, Chrissy Rivera, and an unknown teammate taking on Mike Mondo, Matt Justice, Jesse Bain, Blake Morris, DJ Hyde, and Marty Bell. So don't miss this matchup. Now the the suspension, or not suspension, the 50 days or whatever that, or whatever many days, how many that Tony Nese going to compete? What do you mean? Like Tony Nese lost the oh, match Oh, 60 now. days. So 60 days is that up by Psycho Circus, obviously, right? Yeah, I can see that being up by then. Could Tony Nese be that last member of Big O's team? I maybe? didn't think about that. That could be very, that would be very interesting. Maybe, I don't know. Especially because Nisa and Big O just had that huge feud. So it's very intriguing, very interesting. I think anything could happen. Tony East would be a good choice, though. Uh, they also have the Masters of the Mat Challenge. Uh, right now, it's usually a, a fatal four-way, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Uh, but Masters of the Mat Challenge, right now they have Silver and Reynolds in the match. And two more unnamed opponents. We're going to find out very, very soon. We will keep you updated with New York Wrestling Connection, NYWC. You can keep yourself updated by visiting nywcwrestling.com. Go check them out on Facebook, Twitter. Um, I guess now we're going to get into some predictions for the oncoming wrestling year. How does that sound to you? Yeah, it sounds decent. All right. Um, yeah, right now we don't have anything really scripted, so bear with us a little bit. <laughs> Want to get into, like, who do you think... Let's start with like WWE stuff. How does that sound? I'd rather end with WWE. All right. Predictions. All right. So who do you think is going to be by the end of 2014? Who is the TNA no, no, heavyweight no. champion? By the end of 2014. All right. Where is TNA? No, seriously. I said this. When did I say this last? A few year? weeks not, ago. I no, think. but like when I when did I first say it, that TNA won't be around for another two to three years? I'm not sure. I I was saying the same thing about Ring of Honor, which I still am firm on. Uh, believing 
So pretty much we're saying 2014 TNA will be pretty much done with. They're either there's either going to be like a jolt of like holy shit I can't believe TNA turned it around, yeah. or TNA is going to be very very close to closing. So you really don't. So there's no champion choice of yours. I can't. There's All not right. like there. Who's champion right now? Uh, Magnus. Yeah. I'm gonna and who was champion before that? Jeff Hardy. And who was champion yeah. before that? It's like the champions I'm, aren't. I'm like, gonna go with the final. With 2014 TNA champion being Jeff Hardy, I'm gonna. I think that's how it, the year's gonna end. Um, I don't know. I, I hope, and then I hope like, Jeff Hardy's back in WWE before 2014. I, I, I mean, that's the thing. Everybody that you can possibly name to be the champion of TNA, I'd rather see in WWE. Right. Like Kurt Angle, Jeff Hardy. Um, I guess there's Sting. a few others. Yeah, just but that really just will, for that WrestleMania will match. Will be at WrestleMania 30? That's no, the probably rumor. Not, probably right. not, though. But as Jim Ross said on his latest blog, the uh, the door is really closing for that for that opportunity to have yeah. Undertaker Sting. The door of door is closing. So if it's I mean, going to happen, door, it, it should have happened in two thousand. Oh, without a doubt. If it's going to happen, it has to happen this year or next year, preferably this year. Um, but so TNA, we're really low on. Ring of Honor, it's tough to choose. I think Ring of Honor by two, the end of 2014 will be close to dead. Yeah. Either um, that or maybe Matt Hardy did something good there. Maybe Matt Hardy champion at that time, closing yeah. 2014. I, uh, I would hope so. All right. So since we're done with all of that. Let's talk about WCW, shall we? <laughs> all right. Where do you think WCW will be? They bring it back. Huge, yeah. Huge reinvention of for WCW, the WW, in, uh, WCW for, in 2014. Strictly just for the WWE Network. Yes. Yes. Talk, will that be actually released this year? <laughs> it uh, definitely will. No, Ric Flair's brought back as the general manager, only to be overtaken by Eric Bischoff, who brings back Eugene for WCW. He's the world <laughs> champion. He loses it to the Giant. Yeah. And, of course, Hulk Hogan comes back to WWE. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, WWE. Does Hogan got... wrestle a match? I'm going to go with... Yes. Hulk Hogan versus Brock Lesnar, too? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll go with yeah. Why? Do you think that think Hogan, Hogan will wrestle, wrestle a match? One more in match, In WWE? Please? Yeah, absolutely. For 2014? Yep. All right. I'll, I I'll agree with that. in 2015. Yeah, I know. I, I could agree with that. Uh, let's see. What else is there? Uh, WWE champions. Let's run through it. Let's go with United States champion. Who do you think will end? <laughs> That's difficult, dude. I can't I know. do that. I mean, who do I want to see? Obviously, yeah, all right. Who do you want to see by like the Zach end of 2014? Ryder. I want to see Zack Ryder up there again okay. or something like that. Um, 2014, I'm going to go with... Or Kurt Hawkins. I'm going to go with Fandango uh, at the end of the year. Yeah, Actually, I'd be fine with him. Yeah, I'll go too. with Fandango. Uh, I intercontinental champion. That sky's the limit. Uh, anybody's better than Biggie Langston, except for I don't know. Except for do who? I, I don't know. Do I want to see Alberto Del Rio? Is that? I'm gonna go with at the end of 2014. The intercontinental champion will be. Where's he been? By the Damian way? Sandow. Who? Where's? I don't think by the end of. I think during. During. What about? All right. So maybe I should go with like Adrian Neville or Wade Barrett. I don't know. That's also reaching for this guy. That's yeah. like that's what's difficult. Like know. we don't I'll know what's going to happen then. from a year from now. But where's Del Rio? He wasn't on Raw. Um, he has time off. I think. For I what? forgot why. No, you're thinking of the other Sankara. No. Uh, yeah, it's Del Rio is just. I don't care even. He could be released, and it's not going to make a difference. He's still a million multi millionaire because of his uh, popularity in Mexico. 
Um, is it in pesos though? <laughs> regardless, I mean, he's still very that's wealthy. One. That's one. Uh, yeah. Regardless, that's one. Well, that's, that's two. two. Yeah. Um, yeah, but. All right, so let's get to the one that everybody actually cares about. Yes, tag team champions. Yes, who is it? New Age Outlaws. End of 2014? No, definitely not. I'll go with Usos. Really? Yeah, why not? I don't know if I could see them being the end of it. But that's what's difficult. During 2014, we should say. I don't know. All right, during? Uh, I think the Usos could be it during 2014. I mean, uh, you could also go with the White family. Yeah, there's. A, I mean, obviously, apparently, there's gonna be a huge surge of yeah. tag team talent and stuff. So, um, hopefully, we see NXT talent brought up, such as Paige, uh, Adrian Neville, Corey Graves, not Bo Dallas. Hopefully, we see a big surge of that. Um, definitely looking forward to seeing that. Uh, so, heavy WWE World Heavyweight Champion. I'm gonna go. Unfortunately, ending, I gotta say Randy Orton. Ending it off. <laughs> I don't know. Right, I, I God, know. I hope not. God, I hope not. Um, Triple H, like, I want it to be WWE World Heavyweight Champion just once. I'm giving it to myself. I'm going to go with CM Punk. I mean, one could only hope that it's anybody but Cena, anybody but Randy Orton, anybody but Triple H. Yeah. Um, if any of you listeners have any predictions that you would like to uh, make known or go on the record for, comment on this week's episode. Let us know what your predictions are of future champions. Um, if you know of any... If you have any promotion that you do want to add into this that you want to make predictions for, do it. If you want to make a prediction of a storyline, a hiring, a firing, anything, well, let us know. Here's something. I mean, we already know the Animal Batista's coming back. Yeah. Do we see any other returns or... Any other returns? I could see Kurt Angle return in 2014. I mean, like I said, I really do I hope. think that would be very cool. I hope something um, big, something bigger. I think than... I think we would see Kurt Angle returning to the WWE before Jeff Jarrett returning. Oh, definitely. Um, I don't see Jeff Jarrett ever returning to WWE. Yeah, yeah, I'm not too sure. Here's another prediction for TNA: Dixie Carter. So stupid, y'all. I'm just gonna continue to Dixieland storyline, y'all. We're gonna have aces and eights for a whole year. Let's do Dixieland for a whole year. I'm year. gonna I'm gonna make a prediction that New Japan Pro Wrestling is going to be the number one uh, pro pro wrestling promotion in 2014. I'm gonna make a prediction and say I do a porn tape for Vivid Entertainment for Brazers. I'm gonna do butter and all. That's what I'm gonna be calling my porn tape. Butter all. Dixieland. Everybody's in it. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's in Dixieland. Come on, ride the Dixieland train. <laughs> Rather long porn titles, but it's perfectly fine for Dixieland porn. I like, I like how I like how predictions have become <laughs> made uh, fun of Dixie yeah, Carter. Dixie Carter possible porn titles. Dixie Carter, yeah, I eat that. Yeah. <laughs> what else could it be? Dixie Carter, do you want your whistle blown? What else? Dixie Carter, half your money will go to me. No. I don't know. Dixie Carter's porn tape will be called I'll I'll resign you for half your contract. Uh yeah. I, I'm so Why can't you coming. think of any I titles? can't I, because I'm thinking about it too much. You could just look I out mean, like you could just look around like the room. Dixie has Dick. Dude, you just look around the room and it's like Dixie Carter out the window. That's that's a title. Dixie Carter Yeah. Dixie Carter, never before seen TV. One night in Dixieland. Anything, dude. Dixie Carter. Shit has hit the fan. Which I don't want to see that one. 
there's definitely one person out there that's like, you know what? I want to see Dixie oh, yeah. shit, shit hits the fan. <laughs> People are like, yeah, Two Girls in One Cup was pretty good, so I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll check out uh, Dixie Connor shit hit the fan. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that's our, that's that's our, our podcast this week. This week. Yeah. Marking out 151. Thank you very much for listening. Subscribe, please, on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Go listen to past episodes at markingout.com. <laughs> Go like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash markingout. Damn, we almost did it. That's <laughs> why you're laughing. Not, <laughs> not we. Almost, almost I, was trying, I was trying to segue into the That's other funny. stuff, and you're sitting here closing that. Almost out. two weeks. All right, Dave, it's time for no, our... Dave. Dave, do you have any shout-outs? <laughs> Shameless plugs. Wow, forgot about that one, too. Hitting the eggnog too soon. Shameless plugs. Many Andy Kaufman supporters call themselves Andy's Army. They are trying to get the new king of Memphis, Tennessee, in the WWE Hall of Fame. They're asking everyone to tweet hashtag AK4, the number 4, WWE HOF 2014. And they're asking that you tweet that hashtag to you at WWE, at WWE Universe, and at Jerry Lawler. That should have been. So, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, I think that all of us do support Andy Kaufman and his induction in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, and I think that should have happened last year at Madison Square Garden, given that Andy was a Long Island boy. Agreed, 100%. All right, also go check out Talk is Jericho. Chris Jericho's uh, pro wrestling, well, not pro wrestling, uh, Chris Jericho's podcast. You can listen to that and Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast at podcast1.com. Uh, Jericho's most recent guest was Edge in a two-parter. I haven't listened to it yet, but I am very, I am really looking forward to it. But listen to ours more. Yes. Um, we have more episodes combined, by the way. That's a damn fact. All right. I went to a recent concert, and it was Chris's band, actually. You guys remember Chris, right? I hope you do. Uh, his band, Carve Your Niche. You can go follow them on Twitter at CYN Band. You can like them on Facebook, facebook.com slash carve your niche. Um, if you want to book them, carve your niche band at gmail.com. I saw them in concert with Moontooth and a bunch of other bands, and it was one of the one of my most favorite and most fun concerts that I've been to. For the fact that I'm 28 and I'm I'm headbanging, I was in a mosh pit. Um, you said two two things. Keep going. What do you mean? You, were you thrashing as well? <laughs> uh, no, head, that's funny. Um, yeah, but I should not be in a mosh pit ever again for the fact that I was in there for five minutes maybe. When I got out, I was so out of breath because it's been so long and I'm getting but too old for that good, shit. It's good to know that you're 30 years old this year, Danny Glover. Yeah, right, but... 29. I'll be turning 29. Basically. Uh, yeah, but carve your niche. Definitely go support Chris. Um, go support the podcast. Uh, I mean, sorry. Go support the music. <laughs> go check it out. Um, also, I'm going to go for a fourth uh, shameless plug on this one. January 4th, 2014. It's New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom 8 in the Tokyo Dome. Um, this event's usually one of their biggest shows, especially being, play- being uh, done in the Tokyo Dome. You're going to see Nakamura defend his IWGP Intercontinental Championship against Tan- uh, Tanahashi. Okada defends his Heavyweight Championship against Naito. Prince Devitt defends his Junior Heavyweight Championship cha- uh, championship against Ibushi. Great Mood is going to be in action versus uh, teaming up with Yano, taking on Suzuki Gun, which is Minoru Suzuki and Shelton Benjamin. 
So I think that's kind of cool. Muda and Shelton Benjamin in a match together. Yeah. Uh, Killer Elite Squad defending their tag team championship against the Bullet Club, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Um, and then a match that I think is going to be really awesome. Young Bucks ver- uh, defending their junior tag team championship against Forever Hooligans, Suzuki Gun, which is Takamichi Nuku and uh, Taichi versus the Time Splitters, Forever Hooligans, Kozlov and uh, Romero, and Time Splitters, Alex Shelley and uh, Kushida. I think this event is going to be sick. Kozlov is not Kozlov WWE. It's the... uh, uh, He was WWE. Alex Kozlov? Yeah. Okay. He he was in WWE. Um, But yeah, go check out this uh, pay-per-view. It's January 4th, you said? Yeah, January 4th. Wrestle Wrestle Kingdom 8 in the Tokyo Dome. I really think this is going to be worth ordering. Um, I'm not too sure of the prices, but go check it out. Fuck, man. Maybe I will go. I'll, I mean, I'll split the would paper you, view no, with would you. No, you wouldn't go? To Tokyo Dome? Yeah. Let's do it. No, seriously, I'm not joking. I always did want to go to Japan to see a wrestling event. I'm not joking. I'll put it in the books right now. That's on my bucket list. I'll put it in the books right now. I'll start. No, start. you should also put in the books yes. some shout-outs. Hey, Vatos! Brandy, shout out. Mick Foley takes the first shout-out. He's recently been all over the place, dressed as Santa Claus, even going as far as doing an appearance in a photo store out on Long Island so people can get their pictures with Santa. I think it's awesome. You can't even tell it's him. Um, Yeah, they should have used him on that Monday Night Raw. They really should have. Number two, WWE Shop will be getting an anti-shout-out now. Uh, I've been quiet about this for basically a whole month, and they've done nothing but lie to me. I bought the autographed Alberto Del Rio WrestleMania 29 Matt plaque from them, and when I received it, I noticed the certificate of authenticity on the back said it's from SummerSlam 2011. Meanwhile, everywhere else, including the WWE employees, have said that it's a mistake and that it should say WrestleMania 29. And they put me on a list for a supervisor to call me back. First they said they'll call, they'll get back to me in 24 hours. 24 hours passed, I called up. Oh no, usually it's 24 to 48 hours. 48 hours passed, 72 hours passed, 96 hours passed. I called up, they said everything, they'll resubmit it or whatever. Give me a whole, they gave me the whole stupid 24 hour to 48 hour thing again. 48 hours passed. Nothing. Uh, I called them up to speak to a supervisor because it's just fucking ridiculous. Nope, no supervisor available. So they placed me on the list again to get a supervisor to call me ASAP. And 48 hours, 48 plus hours later, still nothing. It's honestly, it's just such bullshit that a customer could be treated like this. Um, I mean, just all I want is the correct certificate of authenticity. It's been a whole month. It's absolutely absurd. And the last but not least shout-out will be going to Bill Cosby because it is, of course, Cosby Day, as we mentioned earlier. A day to eat pudding and relax. So make sure you celebrate every December 25th because there's nothing (laughs) else going on on that day. And uh, those are my shout-outs. Now it's... Time, what? You got something to say? No, I don't. Time. <laughs> I was probably going to close out the show again. Time for our...
Uh, Mark out moment of the week. I am taking this week, and it goes to Brandon and, stupid, his, and, yeah. and his uh, downloadable content nope. or downloaded characters. Yeah. Downloaded characters on WWE 2K14 for once in possibly our life. He allowed me to download a few New Japan Pro Wrestling wrestlers and independent wrestlers on his uh, video game. So we downloaded Okada, Tanahashi. Not we, it's you. Yeah, I and a few others, Davey Boy Smith Jr. And I, and I marked out for playing... Uh, as uh, Tanahashi, when I did the finisher and the signature move, I marked out for that. I thought that was it looked sick, and I actually jumped off the couch because I was uh, pretty excited over it. And then Brandon had wow. to break my heart by bringing up that that finisher was JTG's finisher. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but that's the mark out moment of the week. You can check us out on our past episodes. Listen, markingout.com. Um, like us on Facebook, comment, create some conversation, shit, facebook.com slash marking out, follow us on Twitter for all the live, uh, tweeting, uh, twitter.com slash marking out, go tell your friends, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Dave the Rave underscore MO, you can follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161, um, go check us on YouTube, all that fun stuff. Uh, and have a very Merry Christmas. If you do drink, please do not drive. Very important, do not drink and drive. And we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, Cosby Day. Cosby Day. My apologies. We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a wonderful freaking week. (laughs) David, my young boy, fuck you. Should I just jingle them? <laughs> Should I? If you want to jingle. <laughs>